Yo, what's good? What's happening? August Radio Project, back at it again with the podcast. I hope you're well, I hope you're good, I hope everything is happening for you. If you're listening to this on the week that it's released, then I hope you are enjoying the weather and making the most of it, because this is crazy, man. Crazy September out there. This is the best September weather, but I can't say I remember September ever being that bad for weather. I just think that for the last three years of my life, I have worked in education and September was always associated with that dreaded back-to-work feeling. But not this year, man. This year... Stepped off the ladder and I am following my heart. And I am going on a crazy mission with my nearest and dearest, my true love, Laura V. We're really doing this. And today's podcast is definitely going to be about chasing your dreams, about pursuing what you really believe in. And about how what might seem really unattainable is actually right in front of you. And it's just about dropping those few things that you think that you can't let go of. That seem so scary. And it is scary. But believe me, when you do it, you suddenly realise how easy it always was. And that doesn't mean that you don't have to work hard from then on. The hard work starts then, as I'm finding out. But it doesn't mean that all is lost. You just have to have faith. Faith in yourself, faith in the universe, faith in following your heart, your true self, your higher self. Yourself with a capital S, as we say in yoga. You listen to that voice and you take a good breath. You go in. And hopefully you're rewarded with gorgeous days like today. Today is a Tuesday and it is like 30 degrees outside. It is hot. And we have been making the most of it, making the most of self-employed life by having an impromptu kind of middle of the day off. And we just went on a long walk and took it in and soaked in and soaked in nature and soaked in the sun. We have... So much that's happened in the last week, I can't even explain. Um, Since my last podcast came out, crazy things have happened. But the thing is, guys, is me and Laura have, if you've been listening to this podcast, you should know that we have been living in a flat in the place near where we grew up. Um, And we have been wanting to move out and step on this road of our own kind of journey and fulfill a dream of travel, of starting our own kind of business thing, adventure, whatever it might be for a little while. And we are in the stages of doing it, but we have had a bit of uncertainty up until this point, up until this week. 
which has involved not really knowing where we're going to live next. And maybe I haven't mentioned it too much on this podcast, so I'll tell you the story. Here comes the story of the last few months. So I quit my job in July, which was kind of long overdue. I was never made for the nine to five kind of lifestyle. I am creative, I am artistically driven. I've always felt like deep down I need to be doing something and my higher self and my true self isn't hasn't been put here on earth to just, you know, sit and pay bills or sit still. And um coronavirus happened and it gave me a real good chance to reflect on my current situation and I knew that I had to do something about it for the sake of myself, for the sake of my family, for the sake of everything, for the sake of Laura. Um, Laura kind of did a similar thing this time last year and I probably should have done the same at that point of time. So this, the universe really presented me with a chance to do it this time and I did it and it was nerve-wracking and it was scary but I did it and that was in July and since July Laura and I um, well, before July, we had a big plan for September, a big travel plan, which due to coronavirus kind of got um, derailed or not derailed. Let's say the tracks turned to a different direction that we perhaps had considered, but hadn't considered for this early on. And it wrapped our brains and we didn't know what to do and we were kind of floundering around. But we knew that the universe probably would steer us in the right direction and Without us really knowing, and amongst all the stress, I suppose it kind of has been. And um, you'll find out the big, big reveal um, this Friday, because we have started a vlogging channel, um, which is kind of separate to August Radio Project, but also kind of involved, because I am August Radio Project, and I am half of Laura Benedict, which is our vlogging channel. And you can find out there this Friday... So this comes out on a Wednesday, so two days from now, if you're listening to this on the Wednesday. If not, if it's gone past Friday, then what are you doing? Go on YouTube and find Laura and Benedict and you can find out what we have in store for the next part of our lives. um, How we're going to make this work and how this is going to happen and following our dreams. Um, It's really happening. Um, And if you attended my live streams over the last sort of couple of months, you might have a hint as to what we've done. But I will um, not ruin the surprise for those that don't, because you should go and watch the vlog um, in order to find out. But anyway, I quit my job and we decided that regardless of the current world situation and regardless of um, the fact that we didn't, really have anything set in stone that we would hand um tell our flat landlord that uh we no longer wanted to live here um once our tenancy was up which is the 23rd of september which is next wednesday good times and up until last thursday we didn't have a place to live we didn't know what we were going to do and we had ideas and we've been back and forth around the country and trying to find the perfect thing the idle thing um, looking at different things, um, hint 
to what the thing might be, um, I can't really give you one. You just have to go and watch the vlog. Um, and uh, it looked like things were going to get a bit hairy and we thought maybe we'd have to move in with parents or maybe we'd have to uh, get an Airbnb for a bit, which isn't ideal for two people that don't currently earn much between us. Um, but luckily, last week, the universe steered us in the direction of Essex where we went down and found the thing and now we have it and it's there and it is so exciting and it is scary and nerve-wracking and very different very alternative it is going to present a very different way of living for the time being um, but we've got big plans we've got big travel plans and um, travel plans that even will be fine with the current global pandemic um, should they need to be because we are very expendable um, as determined on where we're going we've got an idea of where we want to go for the next couple of months um, and it's going to make doing this podcast real fun very different this podcast won't be as conventional as it is right now it still be weekly um, and it might even feature people and it might even feature a bit more music because of what we have planned um, and doing the live videos every Friday will be even cooler because they'll be um, in a new place every time um, which is pretty cool this is giving you more and more hints so well done if you're listening to this podcast you're getting some intel that other people haven't and then um, it'll also um, be wondrous for anything like gigging anything like uh vlogging anything like oh look listen to that that's me playing the guitar um it's basically incredible for what we want to do in terms of our business ideas in terms of our careers in terms of our life in terms of experience it offers so many good things and it's also good for you know even finances because it's it's a bit of an investment so it's cool so yeah, it doesn't mean that um, I haven't been on much of a emotional roller coaster about it because I have, but it's all about getting used to things. And I will tell you this right now, and I say this to myself as much as I say it to you: going up and down in emotions, going in and out of different um, sides of the spectrum, isn't bad. It is natural, and you should ride it out, just like the waves in the ocean. You should ride them out. Sometimes you get a good wave, sometimes that wave sucks. When you're surfing, not that I surf very often, that's something I want to change in my life. I want to become more, more of a surfer. Among all the other things I do, I want to spend some time where I can learn to surf. But that's a different conversation. But if you're going through different emotions write them out let them out um and you know don't give them too much of you like as in don't let them dictate your life too much because how you feel in when you're riding high on a certain emotion or riding low on a certain emotion might necessarily not be exactly who you are so just observe them, but let them be and let them ride out and then you'll feel much more clarity after the like the kind of 
wave has gone by and then you'll be like, huh, okay, no, I am doing the right thing. Or, huh, okay, we're going to sort this out. But don't give in. If you've got an idea and you've got a dream and it's scaring you a little bit, but in a good way, then follow that dream, man. Don't give in. Don't go, oh no, I'm going to take the easy route and dock out back into normal life. Because, and I say this because, in the short term, it might be stressful, it might be hard. But in the long term, you will benefit and you will reap all the rewards from the hard work you put in earlier. Whereas if you give in and you dock out the short-term angst and the short-term existentialism, (laughs) in the long term, you'll have this dull ache. And it will ache and ache and ache and never really go away. And life might be okay, but you'll always feel the ache. So that's my metaphor for life and emotion. Maybe that's something I've learned through my athletic endeavours. Push. Because it will be over. And once you're through to the other side, you feel amazing. So that's kind of what's been going on this week. But all in all, I'm feeling really good. I'm really excited. And I can't wait to really reveal it to you guys. And it means that there's only probably one more podcast that will be recorded where I currently live and where I currently am so the next uh, podcast will be uh, recorded here and then the one after that so this is episode number 13 so episode number 15 dang don't know we'll we'll have to see where we are by that point you'll definitely know what's going on so yeah so there's my update on life at the moment which is kind of what I do on this podcast as well as give you insight to uh, different things like songs that I've been writing songs that I've written a bit of backstory a bit of history what I'm really really dying to hear from the guys that listen to this and if you're new around here is some feedback and some things that you'd like to hear I'd like you to tell me Um, this podcast according to the insights and the analytics that I look up quite a lot is one of the most popular things I do. Um, it gets quite a lot of listens, which is rad. But I want to know, like, what do you want to hear? Would you like me to collaborate with more people? Would you like to feature? Do you want me to ring you up and you can talk on the podcast too? Um, would you like to hear more music? Would you like to hear, I don't know, I suppose with what we've got coming up with Laura and I's uh, plans, uh, there'll be even more in-depth um, sort of cool things coming up but I just want to know like I want to know what you guys want I I feel like this podcast could manifest into something even greater than what it is right now even greater than me just rambling with a guitar so I'm really trying with the August Radio Project to do something different I'm trying to make it not just your average music thing you know it's not just a band it's not just an artist it's it's a bunch of things it's a creative outlet um which is partly why i did the artwork for the 30 days 10 songs partly why i wrote 30 day 10 song album as i did 
It's partly why I do this podcast. Because podcasting is the future. It's exactly where vlogging was about five or six years ago. You know, vlogging was very new and it'd been going for a couple of years, but no one really knew that it was about to pop. And now everyone's kind of a vlogger. If you think about Instagram stories and what Snapchat used to be, that was vlogging, people vlogging, like instant vlogging. And I feel like something's happening with podcasting. You know, everybody's getting a podcast now. Uh, Most of the popular companies and outlets and even YouTubers and sports personalities all have a podcast. And I have a podcast. And I think that it's going to become something where a lot of people do it. And I'd like to evolve this podcast so it's more interactive and it's more collaborative and I don't really know how, which is why I'm asking and putting it out there to you guys because you listen to this for a reason and I'd like to know. So... Maybe you want to learn how to do that on the guitar and I could take you through it on a podcast. I love playing the guitar, man. So sick. So what else has been going on in my life? So if you don't know who I am, I am August Radio Project, a.k.a. BG. That's what I call myself. (laughs) And um, no one else calls me that. Um, And I am a musician. I am a creative enthusiast. I am a podcaster, I am an artist, I am a yogi, I love yoga, practice pretty much every single day, Um, yin and yang, yin referring to the slower, more uh, mindful, like meditative practice, um, long holds in poses when you are actually practicing, um, but much more focused on that mind-body connection, and the yang is like your more hardcore practice where, you know, you're doing complicated poses and you're holding planks and you're, you know, sweating, and it's a bit more of like the kind of workout that a lot of people are familiar with in yoga, and lately I've been getting really into a couple on YouTube called Breathe and Flow, which is incredible names, really, to have as uh, yoga instructors. But they do really good um, yoga classes on YouTube and they have definitely become very popular during the lockdown period um, in this global pandemic because it's meant that like, you know, a lot of people have turned to YouTube classes and a lot more things are happening at home now and based at home, especially in fitness. And I mean, it's even this whole global pandemic made me, I dropped my gym membership and just bought a kettlebell and a pull-up bar and now I do all my workouts from home and I can do it from my new home from next week, good times and um, it's meant I've got a portable gym basically and you don't need much, you don't need a gym you know, you save your time by going to and from the gym and sitting in a car for however long it takes you to get there and you can just do a workout at home, it's awesome But there, if you're interested in learning a bit more about yoga and if you're already a practice yoga and you want to do some challenging flows, then I recommend Breathe and Flow. So shout out to them. Um, So that's been going on in my life. (laughs) Don't know why I told you that. I 
I guess I want to give some people credit where credit's due. But man, I can't wait to tell you and for you to find out what's coming next. I can't shake off the gut feeling that it's going to lead to something huge. I just have this excitement and this burning feeling in my gut like something big is about to happen for Laura and I through everything we're doing. It feels like the book has already been written and I am just turning through the pages and I know there's something kind of spiritual in that Um, and it might sound a bit airy-fairy and a bit woo-woo to some people but I honestly believe it, like, this feels tingly, (laughs) like, I think crazy things are going to happen, and we keep reading stories about kind of people we idolise and big companies that started this way, and yeah, man, I can't stress enough how important it is when you find something that gives you that flow that like you catch the wave almost so going back to the surfing analogy you know you're lying on a surfboard you're waiting for the wave you're getting prepared and then oh you start paddling and you catch the wave and then you think oh my god I can pop up I can I'm gonna do it and then you do and then you ride the wave baby let's write a song about it I'm so glad my life has taken this course because there was a narrative where I just went back to work and it was all very normal and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with the normal life it's just not for me um right I'm going to take you through a song today um I'm going to do something slightly different to what I've been doing for the last few weeks because the last few weeks I've been taking you through old songs that Ghouls released which was the band I used to be in and prior to that I was taking you through the 30 day 10 song challenge songs which I actually have um, another challenge in mind but I'm not going to release it till October when things are a bit more settled in our new lifestyle shall I say but our new lifestyle will present its own set of challenges in regards to this, which I can't wait for. Um, but this song is actually a song that I haven't released yet. And it's a song that also I haven't really fully written. So what I thought I'd do is kind of write it-ish as we go on this podcast. And you can kind of get an insight to how my mind works. I mean, I say it's not fully written, it is written, and before I wrote it, um, it was a song, a different song I'd written, so let's say this better in context, so I wrote a song in 2018 called Dreamer, and it more applied to something that was going on in my life at that point in time. And when I write songs, I tend to write them quite personal to me. 
and to those around me because the easiest things to draw on as an artist are the things that are actually happening. You know, like the best books, even if they're fiction, are usually based on real scenarios that happen to the author. They you know, they kind of change the names and make it more ambiguous as to who it is about, but they do actually exist. And the, the thing with songwriting is it's the same. It's really easy, um, you know, it's much harder to make stories up for me, so I prefer to use real narrative and... Sometimes that means I write songs about people that are very close to me and it means I write songs about those people that are close to me and I write about how I feel at that given moment. And like I was saying about emotion earlier, sometimes in the given moment you feel a certain way about someone and you kind of ride that emotion out and then you realise like actually I forgive that person, that person's fine. And at the time, I was, like, annoyed with a certain member of my family, and I wrote this song called Dreamer, and it was an absolute tune, as in, like, melody-wise and chord progression, and I was like, I really like this. But over a bit of time, I was like, actually, what it's about isn't something I truly feel. It was just that particular day or that particular week, or the scenario that we, we were in that involved that person wasn't the best and most ideal for either of us, and it meant that I wrote a song that, you know, I was like, actually, I don't want this song to be about that. So I put it on the back shelf, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave it there. And at the beginning of this year, I was playing some songs, and I started playing it and I thought, you know what, it'd be cool to revisit this song and make it more applicable to the here and now and make it more positive and make it about something that I feel much more strongly about and someone I feel much more strongly about, but in a positive way. And there's um, one person in particular in my life who I feel very positively about. So I decided to kind of change it to that and this is something that you definitely can do as a songwriter uh, it's something that I was avoiding during my 30 day 10 song challenge because that was the point in the challenge was to not have any preconceived ideas but in non-challenge life it's fine to build on old art you know just like an artist might start repainting a landscape that they've always painted or a particular model or something so it has this chord progression pretty standard pretty standard chord progression some nice suspended chords in music you have major minor and suspended chords so major chord kind of happy and jolly sound in minor chord kind of mysterious a bit sadder and you have suspended chords which are like a or neither major or minor so they hang in the middle and they leave you with this like urge to where are you gonna go what's it gonna do what's the music gonna is it gonna resolve it leaves you hanging on a cliff edge which i found out through reading a book called irresistible which is all about addiction found out that 
leaving people on a cliffhanger and um I can't remember what it's called, but it's called the summing effect is the way to entice people. And it's the way that addictive things like uh, social media and games leave you wanting more. And there's a, if you, if you create something that leads to that effect, it makes that thing really effective to the human brain and the human psyche. And I was listening to it and in the book, Adam Alter, the uh, author, if you haven't checked it out, his book is called Irresistible. It's really good. Um, he says about the song September by Earth, Wind and Fire, and apparently the Earth, Wind and Fire, um, that song September, the reason it's so popular, um, psychologists think, is because musically it never resolves. So the chord pattern kind of always leaves you hanging and want your brain wants it to resolve. So that song's so good because people listen to it and they want to listen to it again because they want to listen to it again because they want to hear the music resolve, but it never does. So I thought that was very cool. Um, and it's something that I want to try out as a songwriter. I want to try writing a song that does the same thing. It made me start thinking whether I've ever done it, but I'm not sure if I have. So I'll have to, look, I'll have, to have a look and have a go. But anyway, this chord pattern does resolve, but it does use suspended chords, which means that they don't quite have a res res resolve, which maybe is why I like suspended chords so much. I really like that. C, it's called a C sus or a C add nine. It's really nice. Um, so yeah, I had this banging chord progression, this song with lyrics that I didn't quite really like because it didn't really apply, and I wanted to change it and make it more positive, and that's why I started doing. Now this song was written. I mean, the original song was written for Ghouls. If you didn't know, Ghouls was a band I used to be in. And we played our final show almost a year ago. Crazy, right? And in the interim between us sort of deciding us that we were going to call it quits and play a final show and the kind of last sort of tour we'd done before that, I did write a album's worth of material. And this was one of the songs that was like kind of for that. And like I said, I kind of revisited it and was like, this isn't actually a tune. And it's a shame that it hasn't been released. And it's still a shame it hasn't been released. But I do plan on releasing it. So it's all good. August Radio Project. But it did mean that I, when it does get released, it's going to be a much more positive and uh, meaningful song. So this is the universe. Just making sure things happen exactly when they're meant to. Which is why you have to have faith in them. When I write songs in terms of chord progression particularly, I like to look at other people's songs and kind of use their structures, um, even though their structures probably sound nothing like mine. And this song's structure is sort of stolen or based upon a song by a band called Trophy Eyes, who are an Australian sort of alternative punk band. And this, their song's called Chlorine. And they have a sort of like start off with a chorus... And then it goes into this kind of epic sort of... Ah, and I kind of used a similar kind of thing for this song. Um, and I think that's a really useful technique. It's a bit of a still like an artist move. You know, it's not plagiarizing, but it's basing your idea on someone else's idea. And then through that, it becomes an original idea, which is how all good artists form. So if in doubt, just look at someone else's, copy it until it becomes yours. 
that's uh, my advice for artists. Don't literally copy, copy, but like, you know, base it upon something that you like and then you'll end up forming your own thing. Um, so, the chorus. Song's called Dreamer. And it's a bit about kind of the naysayers. Um, and it's very applicable to the here and now for Laura and I because through what we're doing, it's obviously a bit of an alternative path. And it creates a lot of fear within other people because they perhaps listen to their ego a bit more than uh, we do. And they don't go with their gut feeling and they go with what they've been taught and learned and what a lot of other people say they should do. And it creates fear and people project their own fear on you. And if you're someone that's listening to me right now and you're going... I don't agree with what you're doing, it's not realistic and it's a load of rubbish, then you're one of those people, you're who this song's about. <laughs> um, so the opening lines are as prominent as, Some say I'm a dreamer, some call me a fool. And this is where I changed the lyrics slightly to it becoming more applicable. But I like being me. My girl, I get you. Gives you a feeling of, um, gives you a hint as to who it's about. And maybe, and they may people think that I'll never see this through. But they don't know what I have. It's my girl, my girl, I get you. Now, this chorus is very applicable to me because. My whole life, up until recently, I've always felt like I'm capable of so much more. I've always felt like, although I've achieved things in my life that like I'm so proud of, and through music and through the band and through different sporting feats and through travel, I've done crazy things, but I still don't feel like I've quite hit the spot. And there's certain members of my family who I often look at and think, you're so good at what you do, why haven't you kind of hit the spot? And then I realised that the weaknesses and the things that we find hard, perhaps those family members and friends that I know, they don't have the secret weapon. They don't have the secret source, but I found the secret source, and the secret source is my girl, <laughs> and I, I often say it to her, like, she's given me the confidence and the power to really pursue this dream. And although we're not there yet and we've still got a long way to go and there's a journey ahead, we're on the journey, <laughs> which I don't ever really quite feel like I have been before. And it's all about the journey. So that's the chorus. Pretty cool, eh? So this is where the verse goes into a kind of um, story about the people that are saying... Nay. We don't sleep in on a Sunday Cause we're up early every day We'll stay all lay in bed 
which is literally true. Laura and I get up at like half five every single day, between five and six every single day, every day of the week, because I'm a dawn child and I love the early morning and Laura is too. And um, we actually met at that time in the morning at a swimming pool um, doing early morning swims, which just goes to show that I know Tinder and things like that might seem very appealing to you. And I'm sure some of you have met lovely people and in happy relationships on those kind of things. But I do strongly believe that if you want to meet someone with really common interests to you, you meet them doing something that you're very interested in and they happen to be there too. And that way you'll probably find somebody that's exactly your type. Um, So, yeah, we don't sleep in on a Sunday and we don't spend our life dreaming even though people might say that we sound like dreamers, we work, we work at it, and we do things like this podcast, and we edit vlogs, and we learn things, and we study, and we practice, and we are building up for something, and we are not dreaming life away, so that's what that first bit of the verse about. They tried to dictate our plans, like we get in the way. They're jealous, boiling blood So far from my veins So I guess this goes back to the conversation of like People will always project Their own feelings and emotions Onto you If you tell them What you're about and what you do So someone's reaction to something that you tell them, say you've got a plan to go on holiday and you are someone that likes cold environments and you want to go to Iceland and you're like, I want to go to Iceland. And you tell this to somebody that likes hot, warm, sunny beaches. That person that likes hot, warm, sunny beaches won't hear you say that you want to go to Iceland and think, oh yeah, you like that, therefore you should definitely go and you'll enjoy it. Even if they say that, what people do is they put themselves in the situation that you're telling them about and they'll project their feelings about them being there onto you. Now, if they're a really good friend, they'll recognise that they do this and they'll just say something like, oh yeah, I mean, that'd be really cool, but I wouldn't go. But if they're not somebody very clued up and they don't know you, they'll probably go like, don't go there. No, that's awful. What a terrible idea. Even if they have no idea what Iceland is about. And the same applies for like, you know, when you're telling somebody about your dream career, they'll project their own fears onto it. If they would find it scary, they don't imagine you doing it. They imagine them doing it. And I was listening in the book Irresistible today and it was talking about a psychologist did this study of, um, you know, uh, where it kind of, they took 10 participants um, in a psychological study. You're going to have to go and cite this because I'm going to butcher it and I'm going to tell you a really shortened down water version, watered version um, about a study about, you know, this exact phenomenon where they took 10 people, split them into two groups of five They showed them all a video of an electrician who was about to get an electric shock. And during the video, they all got an electric shock themselves. Except five of the students had to say whether they were, had to state how they felt. And they all said they obviously felt scared because they were about to get an electric shock themselves and they didn't like that idea. And the other five just had to deal with it and they weren't allowed to say anything. 
and the five that said they felt scared said that they must that the they felt like the electrician in the video was also probably really scared but the five that didn't say anything said that they don't know how the electrician felt he he might have been unaware that it was even going to happen and he probably might have not been scared and it just goes to show that whatever emotions you're feeling you tend to project on those around you in your mind you tend to think that they probably feel that same so you might offer that opinion and this is what this is you know people try and dictate your plans not literally but they they'll try and tell you that you shouldn't do that or this or the other because it feels like for them it's them putting themselves there which is why you don't always have to listen to others even if they seem like the voice of reason and experience you can trust your gut because it's you not them so that's that that's the second half of that verse and now we've got a nice pre-chorus quietens right down when are there never will be we got a good girl yeah got it good and that is kind of like a bit that was in the previous song like i said this was a song before it was a song written slightly different and it said slightly different lyrics but I decided to keep it in because it's a really sweet little chord progression and it's the sort of thing that live people can sing and they can sing it to their significant other and uh, hopefully they all smile then we go for a chorus some say I'm a dreamer some say I'm a fool but I like being me because my girl I'll get you um, and then we go on to verse 2 which I haven't fully written, really. Like, it's provisional at the moment. Every time I play this song, I kind of, like, rewrite it and do something slightly different. But it's kind of a quick pace verse. They look at me, I'm living life without their wise eyes. And all those problems worry them, they just fly on by. They can take their motives, they try to tear us down. They say that we live in the... They say we live in the clouds, we're too far up, far from the ground. So yeah, kind of reiterating this note of like, you know, you can tell me all you like, that you know, you know best and that you've got these ideas and I don't mean for this song to be negative, and I guess that it's because it was based on a different song that kind of had a more of a negative mantra, that it's remained that way because I chop and change the lyrics, and I suppose it's the trouble with writing a song this way, where you've kind of already got a song and you don't want to change it too much, but you also want to change the message, and um, because in truth I don't worry about what other people think, because that's why we're doing it, but sometimes it your own demons and your own worries and stresses about what you are doing are enough and you're riding out those emotions as is and then when other people come along and they start to project their fears and worries and they try to tell you that you're doing it wrong they just reiterate a bunch of stuff that your mind's already trying to work through and part of following your heart and part of following your dream is going to be going through doubts and fears. And the reason you'll be successful in your dream and following your heart is because you don't give in to them. So the last thing you need are the people around you to be projecting doubt and fear on you. And it's not to say that 
the people around you shouldn't challenge you and shouldn't offer advice, but they shouldn't be erratic and fear and doubt. And there's a clear definition between the two. So if those people are around you, then I suggest you listen to this song. <laughs> so I guess that's why this song exists. But it wouldn't be something that I'd probably really want to write and set in stone. So maybe this song won't stay as this is, because I really like the message of the chorus, but I don't want to take down too many people. But it is definitely something that I feel sometimes, you know, I don't want people doubting us, but at the same time, I like proving things, and I like to prove to people that it can be done, and that's what I want to do um, sometimes. And it's not the reason I want to do all these things I want to do, and it's not the reason me and Laura are pursuing our dreams and following our hearts, but it, it does feel good when things start working out and you can look at the naysayers and be like, I'm doing it, I'm really doing it, despite all your fears and doubts for me, and the things you say, I'm doing it, and that's what these songs are about, you can call me a dreamy, you can call me a fool, but I like being me, because I'm doing it, I'm doing it for real, so let's play it, as I said, I think we're playing a song that isn't sort of fully written, that it doesn't always go to plan so we'll try and get it to go to plan Woo! it's a beautiful September day and you're about to listen to Dreamer by August Radio Project here it goes some say I'm a dreamer some call me a fool but I like being me smart girl I got you
guys to find out what's going on and if you're someone that already knows then good on ya you're clearly a close person in my life but if you're not then good on you because you're listening to this podcast and you don't even really know me and that's sick it's so sick that you'd be that interested and I just hope that like this inspires you to do your own creative things to follow your heart to chase your dream too because I think it's easier than you think it will be. And the hard work isn't hard because you want to do it. And sometimes, lately especially, I get this thing that I call work guilt. And work guilt I have felt a few times in my life. And it's this feeling like because you have stepped off the ladder and other people are on the ladder, and in the rat race, and on the grind, you feel like maybe you're cheating. And because people are on the grind, they feel bitter about the fact that you're not. And they can make you feel, even if it's just sort of subconsciously, without saying much, like you should be doing more, or you should be doing something you don't really like, But this is a construct that we've come up with. It doesn't actually have to be a thing. And we live in an age of technology and creativity where it shouldn't really be a thing. And I've hit a point in my life where I no longer have any desire for it to be a thing. Any hard work I do now, any productivity I do now is focused on me, not in an egocentric way and not in a selfish way, but me because I... I'm better used to doing this kind of thing. And my value that I add to this world is better served here than it would be on anything that I'm doing for someone else where there's a bunch of arbitrary rules that I have to follow that don't make any sense for the sheer sheer fact of just making things tough because human beings have so little to do now because of technology and it means that we no longer have to do survival tasks like find food and water and shelter and now we have to come up with arbitrary jobs that don't make any sense that mean you sit on email all day and feel like you're being productive but there's the opposite side of that where it's like this you're made to feel like you should maybe be doing more of that and Sometimes I get that feeling and I just shake it off and I go, do you know what? No, I don't believe in it because it's not real. It's a myth. It's a, it's a construct that we've come up with as a human being, as a human society that we don't need to follow. You don't need to follow it. And if you're sat there listening to this going, yeah, you do, Ben, you need to be realistic. Then you're living in your ego. You're part of the fear. No, you don't unless it's part of your dream to be that which is fine you could pursue that but it's not mine so don't project your own fears and anxieties on my path and i'm not saying you are 
I'm just saying, you don't need to. We can all live harmoniously. But work guilt doesn't need to be a thing. I will do more now than I've ever done in a day. I'm more productive now than I've ever been. Ever. Through all of the day jobs I've ever worked, I do more now. In a day job, yeah, I used to do a bit of work. Don't get me wrong. I used to spend most of the time sat there, flicking through social media, kind of on breaks, trying to feel productive, trying to fill the time, because the work I was set to do, I'd get it done very quickly, because it wasn't hard. And anybody that used to say, this is so hard, I think what they meant was, this is laborious, and this is a task, because I don't really want to be doing it. And my mantra to things that are hard and laborious that I don't like doing is just to get them done straight away. I just get them out of the way. So I'd do that, and then I'd sit there and twiddle my thumbs, and wouldn't really know what to do. And felt like I was wasting time, wasting my life, and wasting time away. And I'm not prepared to do that, and that's why I've stepped away. Because I know that I can use this time to do something way more effective that helps other people, that inspires other people, as well as like fulfills my, you know, who I am. And I hope you are inspired to do it too. But yeah, I want to know how to expand this podcast. I want to know what you guys think. I want to hear your opinions on things. check out Laura and I's vlog there'll be one up today on the day recording this which is Wednesday not recording this the day this is released I'm recording this on a Tuesday and there'll be one up on Friday and the one on Friday is the big reveal but the one on Wednesday will probably give you a little bit more of an idea and Laura has put in lots of hours editing them she's been learning how to use Adobe which is rad and you'll find out gonna happen it's so exciting man like i said i can't shake off the feeling that it's gonna lead to huge things so watch this space i am gonna wrap things up here so thank you so much for listening and make sure you head over to my Instagram and my Facebook, unless you came from there, and give it a like, give it a follow, um, head over to my YouTube, where I'm now putting up regular videos every Friday of me doing live sessions, if you've got a song in mind that you'd like me to cover, or a original song that I play, maybe the song you just heard, then let me know you want to hear it, it'd be really cool. If you're a musician and you want to collaborate on this podcast or you want to do a live session together, then also let me know. That would be sick. That'd be rad. And, you know, if you want to be on featured on the podcast and you want to come on and talk to me about creativity and we can go through some songs together or something, that would be sick also. Um, but, yeah, just do you, man. And be happy and be merry and... Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't let their fear get in the way of your true passion and true life. And just be selfless and have fun. Yeah, cool. Rock and roll. I'll see you next week. Yeah.
when you will know the news and we can talk about it. Peace.